What's up, motherfuckers? It's your bid, no young hills. Welcome to Take Me Back to the Nineties podcast. I hope I find you out wherever you are on this beautiful fucking Earth called Earth. This beautiful planet called Earth. I'm not fucking on my intro though. How y'all doing? I'm good, man. I know a lot of people have been suffering from flus, chests, colds, all kind of shit, fevers. I am good. Sun is shining where I am. I hope wherever you are, the weather is good. We're going through winter fast, man. March is almost here. New and March is here. The times change. Oh, summer. I can't wait for summer, man. I, I, I think I need to start going to the gym. Just get the summer bod. And I say that every fucking year. And I never go in time. I always go like in August when summer's like ending and shit. But uh, yeah, I'm good, man. How y'all doing? How's your Black History Month? This has been the worst Black History Month ever. I'm going to get into it. Why it's been the worst Black History Month. I'm sure you can see by the artwork of this podcast. It's because of niggas like him. Is why we've had the worst Black History Month, like Cardi B said. Uh, so we're going to get straight into this fuck boy. When are we going to get Jesse Smollett the fuck out of here? Because I can't wait, nigga. I can't wait to get Jesse the fuck out of here. And hallelujah, he's now reportedly in police custody, according to the Chicago Police Department. Um, It's been reported that he's been indicted by a grand jury for allegedly filing a false police report. And it looks like they moved quickly following those reports. He's now an official suspect in this case, and the Chicago PD states that there will be a briefing later to update on this investigation. Um, so yeah, I haven't gotten into, into this Jussie. This Jussie, what a fucking name, Jussie. I haven't gone into this Jussie Smollett story uh, the last couple episodes, even though it's been kind of like... Because I was waiting. Because I, like, I had... Some some signs are like this 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 story is full full gazy. This story is full gazy. This is how I knew the story was full gazy. First of all, one thing that I was like, yeah, this story, I don't believe the story. And it was a weird thing. So I have a friend of mine who lives who, who lives in Chicago. And she, and I and that I remember that week, she was like, Oh, there's this fucking Vortex. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck is the winter vortex? We're like, oh, so winter vortex. Some meteorological term that they were going through, like a fucking like bad, like snowstorm or whatever it was like really cold and whatnot. So then this Jesse story came out, and I was like, hold on. So you telling me it's like the worst weather in Chicago in a while, and niggas are like tying tying nooses around each each other and pouring bleach. At 2 a.m. And it's that cold. I don't know about you. But number one. I ain't trying to try nobody. At 2 a.m. And it's a winter storm. That didn't that, that that didn't make sense to me. I was like. That's wild. That's wild. And number two. Jesse Smollett. He said. Some MAGA wearing country. MAGA hat wearing niggas. Not niggas. But white people tied him up. Okay, this is another thing that I was like, that's wild. Because Jesse is not the most popular black person, to be honest. You know what I mean? 
You're describing MAGA hat wearing ass niggas or white people, whatever race they are. You think they're watching Empire on Fox on whatever day comes out? Come on, man. Come on. Let, let's, let's get with it, man. Ain't no MAGA hat wearing ass niggas watching fucking Empire. Let's get put a fucking buck. How could they recognize you, my nigga? Let's get put a fucking buck. Do you tell me MAGA hat wearing ass niggas watch Empire and watch it so they so into it they realize that you play a gay man and you're gay in real life? Come on, man. Come get the fuck out of here. That's when I was like, this story is bullshit. But I waited. I waited. I was like, oh, let me let's, let let some new shit came out. And then I saw the Nigerian boys. Even though they don't know the Nigerian like they by by descent, they were born in America. And I was like, oh shit, it's, it's time now, it's time, it's time. We can officially get, get, get him the fuck out of here. I know some of y'all are still supporting Jesse out here, getting Tupac and all shit. This nigga's... Let's get Jesse out of here, man. Like, he, he's embarrassed us. He, he's now... We, he's now made us the laughing stock of these, of these MAGA hat niggas now. Now they can do this shit and get away with it and say, oh yeah, that's another Justice Smollett. Niggas will really go through that shit. Niggas will really get abused for their sexuality or race are now gonna suffer and not get justice because of niggas like Jesse. Know what I mean? Trump is looking at us niggas like, oh, y'all niggas are wildin'. Black History Month, y'all are wildin'. Get it together, black fucking people, man. What the fuck? We had Floyd, man. We had there. We had niggas trying to and then we have this, like, it's, it's, come on, man. Martin Luther King is rolling in his grave as I speak right now. We are an embarrassment. We have never, like, been this embarrassing. In tell me, please tell me. Come on, man. I thought it could get, I never thought it could get worse than, than the, like, the 90s and shit. But damn. Mm-mm-mm. So, how many of y'all believe Jesse? That's, that's my question. How many of y'all believe him? Uh, do you believe if he confesses? Which he, he doesn't seem like he's going to confess. He doesn't. And he's a bad liar. Let's give him a fucking buck. He's a fucking bad liar. And you Nigerian boys, you tell me, this is the biggest storyline in February. You niggas got $3,500 for this shit. Three stacks, $3,000 to do this shit? To face criminal charges, federal charges, and whatever? For this shit? And then another $500 after? When you get that shit right? Come on, man. $3,500? Nigga, I would have put another zero for that shit. <laughs> $3,500 for this bullshit. And it's the biggest story of the, of the year so far. Yo, man. That's wild. Listen. I'm not going to go into it too much because, let you know, let, let, let the courts and, and the feds do their job. And, but the evidence, man, the evidence is so much. Niggas found out cuttings. Like, that's how dumb this nigga was, man. You're going to do the whole cuttings and send letters to Fox because there was a letter that's not sent to Fox. Um... Um, basically threatening Jesse and all that kind of shit. And apparently they did it themselves. 
Come on, man. At least if you're gonna do that, like, throw the shit away or burn that shit. Like, y'all niggas have clearly not watched CSI. Like, <laughs> it's so easy to be like, oh, yeah, they, they cut the shit from the magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Subway rapper. Like, like these, these niggas don't play, man. Chicago PD don't play. Like, if you were some other fucking departments, they would have never seen that shit. If this was in Africa, let me tell you right now, police ain't trying to go through magazine fucking clippings, my nigga, and be like, oh, yeah, so this piece is now. So this was a letter This was a letter that was sent to Fox. Man, shout out to fucking Chicago fucking PD, yo. I, to be honest, if that was me, and I was like a CSI officer, my nigga, I would have never put that two and two together, my nigga. I'd be like, oh, I don't know, nigga just cut out some shit. I don't know. Like, that's that's crazy, man. So, I, I want to be CSI now. <laughs> but, yeah, um, Jesse, man. Jesse. Why? The thing that I want to know, and that I'm waiting for, and I really want to know is, what does he get away get get from this? If this was a successful, like it seemed he was when he was doing the whole, I'm gay, Tupac, I fought back. Come on, man. You fought back? You fought back with them niggas? Niggas that you paid? Even if that was some real shit, ain't nobody fighting them Ninja Turtle looking ass niggas. Come on, man. Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. Get Tupac head ass. Tupac is rolling in his grave or in Cuba, wherever the fuck he is, looking at the timeline like, y'all niggas are wildin'. Like, he, like, like, rumors are, they're basically two conspiracies. Rumors are, this is awful, like, empire, you know, the writers are behind it, that kind of shit. Or maybe he did this shit because he was about to be kicked out of empire, booted from empire, so, you know, I don't know. I don't know, some victim, some sympathetic shit. I don't know what he was going to get from this, to be honest. Um, or other conspiracies, this was a lover's quarrel, which would have been wild, fam. If Jussie, Jussie, if you did this shit for some bussy nigga, I do not respect Jussie. If he did that shit for some bussy, some lover's quarrel shit, <sighs> that would be wild. Like, I kind of respect the whole, like, if you do this shit because you wanted to keep your job or you want an empire to get better ratings and shit. I don't know. I, I respect that hustle. But if you did that shit for some fucking gay pussy nigga, come on. Come on, fam. Come on, folk. You wildin' folk. That's crazy. If that If that's true. So I'm waiting. I want to see... What was the reason for this? Because there was a lot of tweeting deletes that happened. Soon after, Taraji P. Henson tweeted and deleted. So, I think they knew. They definitely knew more than we did. You know, I honestly think that they believed it. I don't think Taraji was part of it. Some people will say she was. But I don't think she was part of it. I think she might have tweeted in support. And then realized it. And then they're like, I need to do this shit. So, I want to know. Like, confess, my nigga. Just confess. Niggas will forgive you. It's Black History Month. We'll, we'll forgive you. I won't, personally. Because I think that you're just like... You're making us look bad. And people are really going to be victimized for their sexuality or race. You're kind of like... Put, like I don't know, man. You're letting these other niggas get away with shit. And, and they can just be like, oh, this, this is another just a minute situation. 
So yeah, it's wild, man. It's wild that niggas will go to this extent for anything <laughs> without proper planning. If you're not a good liar, don't ever try to set up something like this, man. As a fucking like good liar, let me tell you, man. This had flaws from the fucking jump. I don't know you gullible ass black people on Twitter who believe this shit from the jump. Come on, man. Who the fuck is going at 2 a.m. with the fucking winter vortex to get Subway? By the way. <laughs> Yo, Chicago, man. Y'all need to fix your reputation, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, we got to move on to the next fucking topic. Leave Jesse Smollett. I, I don't think it's even the end. I think more is going to come out um, of this whole topic, you know. Uh, I don't know why people are not are not believing the Nigerian brothers. Why? I don't understand. Y'all believe in Jesse, but you don't believe in Jesse, and you don't believe in the Nigerian brothers. And by the way, they're not. They are born in America. That's not a thing that I hate. It's like your black Americans realize that you're also from the same place that these Nigerians that you say are Nigerians come from. You're as Nigerian as them, my nigga. Like what the fuck? Where do you think you come from? You know what I mean? There's American as you. And you are as African as them. <laughs> and that's a fucking buck. <laughs> Y'all looking like, fuck out of here. Try to pin the whole Nigerian scammer shit on them. Nah. <laughs> on to the next fucking tropic. And this is why Black History Month has just been... Man, shout out to my Black Faithful Association members out there. Um, I think we'll need to send help and counseling to this brother out here because this nigga gives no fucks at fucking all fucking tristan 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 thompson or tristan tristan i don't know how the fuck you say your name six foot eleven forward center for the cleveland cavaliers um chloe kardashian's boo nigga was caught and i don't even think he was caught I don't even think he'd give the shit if he, if he was caught the niggas knew. It's not even creeping. Because, like, when you can, like, go to a party where your, where your girl's friends are, where the fucking, where journalists are, and even though you took away their phones and you let your sister-in-law's best friend sit on your lap and getting all cozy... Nigga, at that stage, you give no fucking fucks. So shout out to fuckboy Tristan. Because this nigga does not give a shit. Even the response is like, oh well. This nigga doesn't want to be in a relationship. Let's give it a fucking buck. For all those niggas, if you've never... Because I've done this. Have you ever been with a woman who's like not going to let you go? But the only way you can get away from that situation is just disrespect her. Every single chance you get. And I know that's a fuckboy thing to do. But niggas do this shit. This nigga has signs of that shit. This nigga is just wants a way out of this shit. Because there's no way you're the most recognizable motherfucker on planet Earth. And you could like... He didn't want to be in this relationship. I don't think so. Any nigga who does this shit doesn't want to be in this relationship. Let's, let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a fucking buck. And to Chloe. And, I, and 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 before I heard this, I really like felt sorry for Chloe. But then um my nephew told me the whole full story of Tristan's past, you know, <laughs> ex- experiences and you know. I don't feel sorry for her anymore. 
as tough as that is, I don't. Because if you have an auntie, you, you to, I'm talking to women now. If y'all have aunties or grandmas and if they've never told you this, go to Big Mama's house right now and tell her, tell her to tell you about this, man. Because there's an old folks saying that goes how you get him is how you fucking lose him. And that is so fucking true. And women, we're on 2019. How many centuries have passed? Your motherfuckers are not evolving. You're still like hom- homo sapiens motherfuckers. Y'all act like women, like the world rolls around you and you run the world. But y'all are dumb when it comes to niggas. Women are smart when it comes to everything other than niggas. Your judgment is bad. Your taste is bad. Fucking hell. Like, this nigga Tristan cheated on his last baby mama with Chloe. And she was pregnant. Like, when we, I, I, want, I want to get into the women's brain when that happens. When a nigga cheats on his, on his girl with you and then you're in a relationship and he cheats on you and you cry wolf. Did you not see the signs? And I put out something on my Instagram that was very wise. And I said... Women need to need to learn how to weed out ancient niggas. Because as an ancient nigga, we show signs like radiation fucking waste, my nigga. I'ma say that fucking again. As a fucking past ancient nigga, we show many signs like fucking radiation waste. When will y'all fucking get it? When will y'all see these niggas for what they are, my nigga? A leopard won't change your spots. Just because I know your women think you got bomb pussy, you can change your niggas' actions and shit and how you roll. F- Listen, if he does not want to change himself, you can't change a nigga. Let me tell you right now. You can't. A nigga has to change himself. A nigga who change on his own. Let me tell you what, a lot of women try to change me, my nigga. When I was a bad mama jammer, when I was doing this shit at Tristan's gym right now, you couldn't tell me it'll be a good man. It'll be hard to go through it. You know what I mean? I had to realize what I was doing wrong. This nigga does not realize what he's doing wrong. He does not care about you. Any nigga who cheats in public like that, for the second fucking time, and I probably, I'm sure it's not even the second time. Like, that is crazy, my nigga. And I saw something that, that Chloe posted that kind of like broke my heart, but I was like, I hope it's a learning lesson for not only her, but women worldwide. Because this shit is deep, yo. She put on an Instagram story the worst pain is getting hurt by a person you explained your pain to. I need to get get, get a flex bomb to, to Chloe, man. The worst pain is getting hurt by a person you explained your pain to. She was referring to Kylie's best friend, Jordan. Jordan knew all about the fuck shit that Tristan was doing. But still, she was homies with Chloe and Kylie. Like that. That's when you. Uh, I'm gonna get into another topic, and y'all need to realize who you who you have around you. Kylie, that's not a friend. Chloe, that's not a friend. That is not a fucking friend. Any friend that sleeps with your fucking brother-in-law, or your your 
or you sleep with your friend's husband, my nigga, in front of niggas to see? That's another level. They were never your friend, my nigga. Maya Angelou said it best. When people show you who they are, believe them. That goes along with Christian with fuckboy shit. And that goes along with all these women that kiki and act their old friends. A lot of women, let me tell you right now. A lot of y'all women, the people that you call your best friends, they're not there for friendship. They're there because they either want your man, they want your position, they want your money, they want your clout, they want something from you. Let's keep it a buck. 50% of female friendship and male friendships, they are not based on friendship. They're based on, I want something from you. I want to gain shit from you. When do people realize this shit? This is why Drake's had no, no new friends, my nigga. This is why most of my friends are niggas I grew up with. We're a family by now, my nigga. I don't need no nigga with no ulter ulterior motives. And niggas do not know how to sense them niggas out. Wolves in sheep clothing, my nigga. And that's what Jordan was. You were telling her about all the fuck shit Tristan was doing in fucking Toronto and all this bullshit. And she was like, yes, sis, oh, sis, don't worry. And she was, she had plans to be with your man. Don't ever think this was just like a mistake, spur of the moment, we were tipsy, blaming on alcohol type of shit. If you were dumb enough to believe that shit, this is calculated. This is fucking calculated from the fucking jump. She's been wanting your fucking man from the fucking jump, sis. I'm sorry to tell you this. This no, this does not apply to Chloe only. It applies to every single female. Do you know how many women, women I've been with that their best friend wanted to be with me? Y'all don't even know. And I never, sometimes you don't make the block hot. Because I never want to make the block hot. I've been... I'm a case example. I've done what Trishan has done. But at least I did it after the relationship. I do I like I I I had a decent deal to to break up with Shorty and then get, get back with homegirl. And this is an example this is a lesson to y'all. Don't always like uh, women, your best friend and your man should not be close. You should not tell everything. That your man does to your friend. I'm telling you as a nigga. Who's had. My girlfriend's friends. Hooking up with me. Or wanting me. Or I've hooked up with them. It's because. Every single day. He did this. Hillary did this. Hillary's good and bad. Hillary's. All this shit. They're like yo. I want a piece of the pie. So y'all need to fucking learn this shit. Like. Just be smart about it. Don't tell everything to your best friend. Either she's going to tell other niggas, other people, she's going to gossip on you. There's a lot of that. It's a lot of y'all friendships. Y'all think you're key key, but she's really gossiping on you. Or she's giving you advice like you're dumb that nigga, but she really wants you to be miserable with her. A lot of friendships, especially female friendships, they don't give you the best advice or they don't want the best from you. And that's a fucking, that's a fact. That's a fact, and y'all women don't realize that yet. I don't know if when if you're ever gonna realize that. There are very few people that are really like real friends. You know what I mean? So yeah, man, be mindful of who you keep around you. Um, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. That when I saw that, I was like, yo. I I hope she's not taken back because niggas thought yo after that nigga was caught on CCTV. 
in Toronto that she would not take him back. Although I understand that she had she had she had a kid and she did it for the kid and I, and I respect that. But yo, this nigga doesn't give a shit. He's shown it enough times. To, yesterday tells you so much about tomorrow. That's the saying that I have. I don't know if you've ever heard it somewhere else. Yesterday tells you a lot about tomorrow. Somebody's past tells you so much about tomorrow. I know people, people like to do clean slate. Let's do a clean slate. Forget about what people have done in the past. But let me tell you something, man. Habits don't, don't die easily. People don't change overnight. So you need to learn so much about your ex what they did in the past relationship because a lot of that shit they will do in your, in your future. And I know things may be good right now, but that's why I, I need to get the whole whole facts. To know what whole facts is, I need to know your whole history. Every wrong thing you've done or every scandalous thing you've done, I want to know it. Not because I'm going to judge you, but because tell me what about tomorrow. So, like, not everything, but 50% tell me about tomorrow. Tell me the kind of person you are. Tell me have you evolved yet or have you not. It tells you something. A lot of people go into relationships blind and and there's a lot of this whole thing, like, men do that a lot. You all quote a girl who's in a relationship, you're like, fuck that nigga. Let me tell you, the biggest mistake you're doing by quoting a girl who's got she's got to do, because you know what? She's going to do the exact same thing with you. You're going to get her. Trust me, girl. She's going to do the exact same thing. How you got her is how you lose her. And I'm playing niggas. Chase men in relationships, and they get them, and then they all come in like, fuck that nigga, blah, blah, blah. But then, now that nigga. What comes around, comes around. Some niggas don't realize. I don't chase nobody in a relationship. Because now I'm okay to have that culture where like, we can listen to nigga who's a man, or you can, you know, let a nigga feel what you're a man. Nah, when it comes to that, I don't play, play with that bullet. Hell no. If a chick, like, there are girls like, who try to holler at me in their relationship, I don't talk about that bullshit. The only time I've ever told a girl who's in a relationship, friend with me, me flirt with her, is because she was mine before that. And once I, I stamp that ass, I ask mine for life. And that's just play in the hat. Once I stamped that ass, and that woman, that girl can't get away from me, or she's still mesmerized by me, I own that ass. And I don't sound so like, we- that's fucking truth. But any other person, any other girl that I don't own, I don't have history with, and she's trying to like, I like me, and I'm pinky, and I know you got a girl, I'm never putting F in. There are plenty of girls that think they snake, that I think, they think, I don't, I don't know, they're relationships. I know, nigga, I know you flirt, but I know you got a man. It's all, it's cool. I ain't never gonna, you're never gonna get this because you've shown the true custom. I don't know that. I, 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 that's a pet peeve I have with women. Don't ever fuck with me in this shit. I've never, I, well, once I realize that, it's head and run thing. I, I can never see any more than that with you. Hundred fucking percent. A lot of niggas think that they cool that until they insecure nigga like, who you turn to? So you can leave me like how you, how you got you? Or goes wrong comes wrong. And women, a lot of niggas will act like confident. Let me tell you something. Niggas are more insecure than y'all. We just don't show it. And that's a fact. Me, I'm very open about insecurities. Most niggas are not. The niggas are not open about insecurities are the most fucking insecure motherfuckers ever. Realize that. Peep it. Uh, that's, that, that's game one. one for the I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you more because it's a process. If I tell you the whole game, you, you're ready yet. Like, if I tell you the whole game, you're not ready. Because I was the ancient nigga. Like, like I'm a retreaty. I was the ancient nigga. I've done all of this bullshit. To fucking see. I wrote the fucking playbook, my nigga. So yeah, Chaz and Play still playing. You can't play forever. Get MJ numbers in time, my nigga. And be a be part of the Faithful Black Man Association. I like boy young girls for the Facebook if you enjoy Faithful Black Man Association. I think Tristan, he's not ready. Nigga's still young. I'ma give him another five years. Maybe when he retires, you know, he's not as famous and popping and you know. But yeah, man, women to realize that yo how you do is how you do. On to the next fucking topic. Like I said, it's a wild month, man. There's a lot of bullshit going around this month. 
And I'm kind of low-key getting tired of this bullshit that these fucking high brand labels have been doing. Fucking Burberry. Burberry. I'm, I'm going to get into this. Burberry was popping in the 2000s. I remember when I was young, yo, Burberry was popping. Like, it was, it was, it got to the stage where everyone was wearing Burberry and it, be, it became uncool. That's the problem with Burberry, what happened with Burberry. It didn't become too exclusive, like Louis or whatever. It did, like, any man was wearing Burberry and shit. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I liked Burberry brand. I liked the plume and shit. Like, I have a Scots and all that kind of shit. I used to have a my Burberry shirt. I don't even know what the fuck that. I think a girl got that shit. I used to have a bomb Burberry shirt. But anyway, back to the topic. Um, you know, British Morning. Burberry acting up. Burberry's doing shit on fucking purpose. I'm tired of these fucking apologies and these fucking labels and shit. So, Burberry, if you know, they made a hoodie with a fucking noose on it. <laughs> if you haven't seen this shit, this shit is just like, come on. And one thing I was like, that's not a coincidence. This is not a coincidence because noose is not a word that's just like, it's been trending a little bit because of what? Of, of nigga on the fucking arc? Of of just my left, no? am I right? It's not a coincidence that they decided to make a noose hoodie after the whole, you know, maga hat wearing ass nigga putting up allegedly a noose on Jesse. And you're gonna make a Jesse fucking hoodie? Too much a coincidence. I've never seen a noose being talked about ever for this last month. So it's like, yo, this shit on purpose. You know, I mean, she went through create designers, graphic designers, samples were made. Product photos were taken. Went through all these motherfuckers. Y'all thought that it was cool. Man, fuck these niggas, man. Blow these niggas out of the world, man. Fuck these niggas. These niggas do this shit. They know fake outrage is trending. So you know what? How, how do we get a nigga that was to market for, 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 for college? Let's say right now. Burberry right now is not popping other brands. Okay, there's a boycotting Gucci. Let's pop, pop again. Let's supplement shit. But how do we do that? How do we need to talk about Burberry again? Oh, it's helpless, fake, outrage bullshit. You know? Because whether you like it or not, definitely need to talk about Burberry, niggas. Burberry's not on the back of your mind. It's, it's some psychological shit. Whether you know it or not, this is definitely going to put more money in, 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 the, in, in the top. 100 fucking percent. Because now their name's out there. You know what I mean? You you forgot about Burberry for a while. I, I, I definitely forgot about Burberry for a while. 100%. The only Burberry I was checking for was probably fucking perfume. Other than that, hey man, I ain't seen nobody wearing Burberry in a while. And they thought, oh, the news could do shit. I don't think they would. They, I just think that they know something like fake people are gonna rage over it. And it's not even about the product. And it's about the brand. It's about thing on name out there. Public, any any publicity is publicity stuff, like they say in Hollywood. And, and and I'm glad one of the models was wearing that uh, this hoodie. She's like, uh, Seuss is not a fashion. It's not glamorous or eddy. And since this show dedicated to youth and expressive voice, can you imagine? They did this shit. For sure, it was supposed to be for the youth. <laughs> like, like, oh man, I, I'm fed up. I'm fed up. Um, she said, you did this shit for youth, expressive voice. Here you go. Kardashian, everyone Burberry is beyond me. How you let her look resembling a noose hanging from neck out on the runway? How did anyone ever look at this and think it'd be okay to do this, especially in a line dedicated to young girls and youth? And I'm a big fan of Kardashian. Great design. This went all through these amazing, world-renowned designers, and no one ever thought 
Yeah, this looked kind of sus, yo. Mm, nah, nah, this, this, this ain't it. Now, fuck fashion brands. Fuck them. Fuck them. They know exactly what they're doing. And I'm not going to spend more time on them because that's just, you know, promoting their brand. 100 fucking percent. So, fucking. Fuck Burberry, my nigga. And on to other fuck shit. This is a fuck shit episode. <laughs> We're going to talk about fucking Takashi69. And basically, Takashi Six Nine, he must have a really good lawyer because word on the street is, as long as he continues to cooperate, his sentence could be way less than the minimum time he's currently facing. As as was reported, Takashi is facing a minimum of forty seven years in prison after pleading pleading uh pleading guilty to multiple charges, including conspiracy narcotics, trafficking, and racketeering, to name a few. Takashi has allegedly been cooperating with the feds and the district attorney has agreed to not prosecute him for a lot of the crimes he's been charged for as long as he keeps cooperating. Regarding witness protection, due to the dangers his cooperation may bring, his plea deal reportedly states that he might get witness protection. So Takashi might not be spending time in jail, but witness protection is definitely some form of jail. So, ish, yeet. I'm I'm kind of glad this is happening because Takashi was fathering some fuckboy kappa ass rappers, and I hope some of these young niggas can kind of realize that all oh, this troll bullshit, acting like you're all gangster and tough man, then bullshit will not lead very far. But my question that I really want to know from y'all is do y'all think that if Takashi goes to witness protection, number one, do you think he'll still continue to make music? Number two, will he still continue to make the same content he was making before he went to the feds? Number three, do y'all think anyone will listen to his music? Will his fan base, core fan base, still listen to him? Number one, if he goes into witness protection, Will he make music? I don't know, man. I don't know. You never know. The feds might have a deal where he can't talk about the content that he was talking about. He can't troll. He can't be on social media. I I don't think he would be on social media because niggas would know where, where he is. You can't be on social media. Even inside, niggas will find out what the fuck that is. Niggas, niggas are smart. If niggas can find out where fucking Osama Bin Laden was hidden in a fucking cave or whatever... Be, just through a video, niggas will find out where you are. So I don't think you'll be on social media, but I think music-wise, listen, man, 10 years ago, this podcast right now, I'd had to hire a studio, hire a mixing engineer, fucking had to put it out on a fucking website or some other, I don't know how hard to distribute it. Now I can do this shit on my fucking bedroom, on my laptop, and engineer it and post it to the world. So he could definitely still continue to make music Wherever the fuck he is on this planet. In witness protection. The big question is. Will he still continue to make the same content? And will his core fan base still be there? I I think that he can't continue to make the same content. That'll just be a capper ass shit. After like. Hip hop does not treat snitches very well. But this new generation. It's different. My, my generation, you couldn't get away with this shit and still come out and still sell platinum records. But I think if there's ever a generation 
that he could get away with this kind of kappa ass shit is this fucking generation, hence this podcast, take me fucking back to the 90s. I honestly believe Takashi 69 can get into witness protection and still be making music, still talking about the same content he was talking about. Maybe now he might have a song talking about, I don't think he'll ever do that, talk about snitching, have a song talking about snitching, but I still think even talking about the same content he was before he went in and he still keep 60% of the same fan base. Because his fan base are, you know, middle middle America suburb kids, you know, young low millennials who know nothing about what he talks about. As somebody who listens to Takashi only like in the gym, I never listen to Takashi for his content because I know he's a cap cap capping ass rapper. Like nigga lies. Like he he's not all about it. You know what I mean? So I never listen to Takashi for that. I listen to Takashi because he's hype. You know, like if you, anyone's ever listened to his music, like it's hype music, perfect gym music. If you want to like like run up on somebody, listen to Takashi Six Nine. Hundred percent, it will get you in the mood. So that's the only time I listen to Takashi in in the gym, and that's perfect. His beats, production, like, you know, Trey, like, he's definitely perfect for that. So I never listened to this for his content, and I'm sure a lot of people listen to it for that. Never, like, microscopically, like, oh, yeah, what did you say about this? What did you say about this? You know what I mean? It wasn't on some Bobby Smurder shit where you, like, really listen to, like, you know, what, what he was saying. So I honestly think he could still come out and be in witness protection and still keep more than half of his if his of, of his um fan base because most of his fan base don't give a shit. I don't think gangsters really listen to Takashi Six Nine. If you're a gangster and if you listen to Takashi Six Nine, man, yo man, you're a street kid. Pfft, come on, man, listen to Mob Deep, listen to the Game Fifty, so many other real gangster rappers out there than fucking Takashi Six Nine. Like Takashi is like that's that just shows what, what this generation how crazy it is that he's like you know gangster rap in this day and age. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm joking because there there are the real like people who were his age you know making gangster rap, even though Takashi is the face of it. <laughs> but yeah, I, what y'all think? Some people think that he can never releasing music in it a bit successful. I think that nigga could still sell 100,000 units in the first week he first released the album in Witness Protection. 100 fucking percent. We're in that day and age where you can do it. 100 percent. But, uh, yeah, on to another topic of discussion, which I'm kind of like... Kind of like in the middle ground with this topic... And it's Colin Kaepernick. Uh, he's been on a long trying journey. And uh, he's been battling with the NFL after he and other players made a complaint of collusion claiming that certain team owners were blackballing them due to their racial injustice protests during the national anthem at games. Colin Kaepernick and Eric Rees lawyers announced Friday that they had finally reached a sentiment settlement in the lawsuit. According to reports, terms of the settlement were confidential, but come just weeks before the lawsuit was headed to a full hearing before an arbitrator. The NFL and lawyers for the players, Mark Garagos and Ben Maiselis, said for the past several months, 
Council for Mr. Kaepernick and Mr. Reed have engaged in an ongoing dialogue and representatives of the NFL. As a result of these discussions, the parties have decided to resolve the pending grievances. The resolution of this matter is subject to com- to a confident confidentiality agreement, so there will be no further comment by any party. As many of you as many of you all know, Collins became a free agent back in 2016, and uh, he has not played since. Eric Reed, his former 49ers safety, went on to play for uh, in the NFL. Um, so, Colin won his lawsuit. Allegedly, he's, he's got like a big payout. Loads of zeros in that shit. Some are saying from 50 to 100 mil in that range. That's crazy. I mean, he, he definitely has been out of work for three years. So, and he had, he had a big contract when he was in four niners so that's definitely the money he's definitely lost by not by being blackballed so shout out to fucking Colin Kaepernick Flexbone for him congratulations on that on that on that case winning that case uh that's that's not that's not why I'm feeling kind of like in the middle above the case he deserves to win that case and congratulations to him but this is my question now. Since he's now won the case, and this case is because conf- he signed the confidential agreement, he can't talk about it. Can't talk about how much he got. Blah blah blah. Even though there are rumors, you know, we can all guesstimate how much he got. It's a lot of money. My question is: Does this mean he's not gonna go back and play in the NFL? Because I feel a bit of a way about it. And another question, if he does pl- get it, get to play in the NFL again, the big question that I'm waiting for, that I want to know, is he going to kneel? Like, the thought of him, like, wanting to play in the NFL already kind of made me feel a certain way. Because I'm like, like, for three years, niggas been really supporting you and really, like, boycotting the NFL. Like, the people that really... They don't want you to play in their league because you, you know, use your freedom of speech and, you know, were protesting something that you had a right to that was not for gazy, that, you know, was important and important discussion that, you know, people had to have and they got you the fuck out of here. And you want to go back to the same people, that same league that we always boycotting. Well, I wasn't as much of this year, but I was last year. And I know a lot of people who are, like, right next with you and, like, really boycotting their motherfuckers and, you know, so now we're just going to go back and watch it again? I, I feel a way about that. And I, I, I hope I'm not the only one. Um, I don't know. If he does go into the NFL, I know that, that, that that's, that's his love. He loves football. But it's like, so what, what was the... What, you, you were protesting to get a payout? Well, what was the reason for protest? So it could support your case? Like, I don't... Uh, that, that's what I, so that's why I'm kind of waiting, like, for the next step he makes. You know? I do think if he if somebody offers him... And I wonder what's in that agreement. Is that agreement saying, oh, you can come back to NFL, but you can't do this, 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 or whatever? I, I don't know. We'll never know. 
I guess we'll know when NFL comes around. Will he, will he be playing? And will he kneel? If he does not kneel, I will lose all fucking respect for Colin Kaepernick. And w- this will take... I feel like this will take us back three steps. 100%. Colin, I may not f- feel a certain... I might feel a certain way of you playing back in the NFL. But I will feel a certain way if you get back in the NFL and don't kneel. Because it's like, what was this for? Was this for your own personal reasons? I hope it's not because I respect Colin Kaepernick so much and it takes so it took so much guts. Some of these fucking cool ass niggas could never do half of the shit like Colin Kaepernick did to risk his money, his livelihood, everything. You know, a lot of people could learn from it. But if you... He has to keep on going. I'm sorry, he has to. If you're going to play in the NFL, keep kneeling. You You have to. And the Eric Reed is well, you have to. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to wait. And I really want to know. Because it's like, what is it, what was this about then? Because if he, if, he, if he plays and he does not kneel. Oh, my God. I don't know, man. I don't, I, I don't, I, like, I, the thought of it just will make me vomit, to be honest. I, that's, how, that's, how, that's how powerful his movement was. And, like... You know, it was some um, like some MLK Junior shit. You know what I mean? So uh, I hope I'm gonna give him the benefit of doubt. Uh, I wonder what y'all think. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna leave it to that. It's been a weird wet week, you know, Black History Month, y'all. It's been weird. Um, but yeah, I hope I find you all. If you've got to this 45, 46 minute point, and you're still listening, I'll. Fuck with you heavy, my Benoit. I fuck with you heavy. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for living, for believing when you're Benoit. Thank you for listening to my weird ass rants. I know my outlook on life is different from motherfuckers, and I keep it a buck, like a real, real buck. Niggas say they keep it a buck, but you ain't gonna meet a nigga who gonna keep it a buck more than me, my nigga. Um, I know there's a lot of people that listen to this. Shout to the fucking ghosts. I know a lot of ghosts that listen to us that act like people my people in my life that listen to this and pretend like they don't listen to it. I got analytics. My analytics is very geographical. It tells me where the fuck you live in. So I know who you are, my nigga. It's cool, man. Thank you for listening. <laughs> um thank you to the motherfuckers who like, yo, I had a conversation with somebody like I was like, yo, I don't swear a lot. You know what I mean? And she was like uh, you swear a lot. I'm like, what do you mean you swear? I swear a lot? I've never, you never heard me swear. She's like, on your first podcast from the rip, you swear a lot every single podcast. So shout out to y'all, to people who like, who listen on the Lolo. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to anyone who I might not know. Like I said, I am the most approachable person on planet Earth. Holla at your boy at Young Hills. One L, not two L's. I'm Hillary Clinton out here. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's your bed now. This has been the Take Me Back to the 90s podcast. And I will see you next week, Thursday. I'm thinking about doing two, 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 two podcasts a week. Tell me what y'all think about that. Uh, Maybe one topic, one, what's been going on in the timeline. I don't know. I just think just by the time, like, Thursday comes around, like all these topics have been 
said and done. So, I don't know. Tell me what you think. What would be the best time to do a podcast? So, I'm out. See you next time. Deuces, niggas. <laughs>